going. Let's go, man. Let, give me a smoke for Get The lights are on, boys. Let's go. We rolling. We filming. Things Gucci. Throw a smoke here. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks. All right. And a goddamn gym, Michael Vincent to Quadrant C. I'm taking this lighter. All right, man. So, welcome to the weekend show with Medium J. Uh, fucking today, we got Todd. Or Todd. Sorry, man. I'm kind of, I'm kind of faded. We're, what are we drinking? What are we drinking? Fucking Bacardi, Bacardi Gold, gold rum. rum. Yeah, Bacardi's a poor niggas drink, but I drink it. I tank it. Let's fucking go, man. Today we're gonna talk about my trip to fucking Calgary, Alberta, Alberta the Texas of Canada, mm. where oil money fucking runs shit. Beautiful, man. There was nothing but beautiful scenery. Calgary was one of those cities where I looked at and I'm like, fucking skyscrapers downtown. Everything looked beautiful. I remember we were driving with my buddy. That My buddy lives in Calgary, Mamouche. Shouts out to Mamouche, that motherfucker. You know, he really fucking said like a couple months before I went out there, he's like, you should come out here, man. Fucking, if you drink... Fucking, we go out, it'll be all on me, man. You don't have to worry about anything, bro. And he was fucking, he stayed true to, you know, a lot of people say shit like that. You know, oh, come out to my city or whatever, come out. And then they don't really follow up or they go, you know, fuck, I'm busy or something. They kind of flake on you. He really was legit. So, shouts out Mamouche, man. If you're watching this, just want to say thank you, man. You really helped me and my buddy Taylor out when we were going out there for the fights. Fucking is beautiful city, but when we were driving, we seen like uh, like a girl pass out on this, you know, in in, the, in a fucking corner of the street or some shit, all like drugged out or something, fucking like a homeless girl, and he pointed that girl out and he's like, you see that right there, Jeff? That shit's rare. And I was like, oh yeah, it's rare. I'm like, fucking in, in Winnipeg, it's we're pretty used to seeing a lot of homeless people. Or drug addicts or people picking through the garbage. I maybe seen in, in the two days that we were there and we drove in and out throughout the city. We we were all around Ubering and fucking taxiing everywhere kind of thing. Kind of seen the the outside outskirts of the city, seen downtown. We went around to the business section. We went pretty much everywhere and fuck I seen one, maybe two fucking homeless people in that whole experience. So I was like Fucking, so been all around there and fucking got a pretty good taste of Calgary and fuck, it's beautiful, man. So I got so. I know we had the podcast in Calgary, but with me and Taylor, we were just talking about the fights and the event and kind of his life because I I had him there. We wanted to kind of discuss that, but uh, I guess this fucking weekend we're gonna talk about last weekend and we're gonna talk about when me and my buddy. Fucking went out to Calgary. He invited me out to this Road to One MMA Muay Thai Championship Cup. Fuck, it was insane, man. I gotta admit, man. We were ringside, fucking right close to the fights. You could literally see the sweat and the blood flying off of these fighters. It was fucking intense. You could literally... I always thought when I was sitting back, 
watching like UFC and, and boxing and everything, you know, every now and then you go, man, I could do that. You know, you're like, but when you're up close and you see the, how big and like fucking, they all got six packs, fucking fighters, they're jacked. You go, holy fuck, man. I don't think I could do that. No. <laughs> you take one punch, I'll probably start crying, to be honest, mm -hmm. right? Fucking, you know, when you're watching those fights, man, but like, you know, you see someone get hit with a haymaker and you go, God damn, man. He's still going. He's still fighting. He's still putting up his dukes. You know, seeing it live, I'm pretty sure I'd probably end up crying, <laughs> to be honest. I'd end up fucking... Mommy. You know, once my calves get kicked, I just Aww. say, you know what, I quit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done. Out. Yeah, I tap out, man. But oh, uh, do they ever have uh, the wrestlers? Uh, you're not. Party? You're not supposed yeah. to talk on this. Calgary as a city is beautiful. I haven't been there since I was a little kid. I, we, me and my mom and stepdad, we went out there with the family when we were really young, so I didn't really get a good experience, man. But all the buildings, restaurants, stores, houses, they were designed to be aesthetically pleasing. Alberta's oil money really made the city fancy. It's like the fucking Texas of Canada. You know, and I had a buddy from Calgary, man, Mamouche. And the thing was, perfect. Cause he just fucking, cause just earlier that year, he invited me out and he said, when, when I get there, if I do ever show up and, you know, I'm uh, take him up on his offer, he's like, drinks are on him, and I ain't got to worry. And as soon as I landed, I took a taxi to the bar and met up with the homie at uh, this place called Juliet's Castle. Fucking little little diner or a bar kind of with they're doing karaoke. And my buddy lives like his life like fucking a Grand Theft Auto character, bro. He fucking is balling out. He's got like the chains and the rings and shit. Just bought a brand new car, man. Fucking, he's got a brand new Volkswagen. He, he actually fucking, he fucking got into an accident when we were there, man. It's fucking crazy. He was like driving us out to fucking lunch on the last day. And he got into an accident, man. And he was like fucking telling me, he's like, man, you want, you know, like you want to fucking rob, you want to fucking rob me? Then he can report it as stolen so he can get the damages so he doesn't have to take the hit on his license. And then he's like, you know what, fuck it, that's stupid, man. You know, he doesn't want to fucking fuck around with that type of shit. But, you know, when it came to his senses, but... Yeah, man. Fucking as soon as I got to the bar, right? Because he told me to link up at, with him at the bar. He was with his buddy. And he's with his buddy fucking... This balling-ass Cuban dude. This fucking Cubanos dude straight from Cuba came... To fucking Calgary and started his painting company fucking so he started a painting company and shit like that and fucking making good money and he's like he got my buddy into the the painting company so they're like contracting painter shit doing making good money man and fuck like and this Cuban guy he was clearly like fucking high he was like rolling off he was drunk and high he was doing like cocaine or something and he's like, uh, fuck, I had to listen to this dude, you know, uh, with a fucking unironic Cuban link. He had the Cuban link gold chain, and he's from Cuba, right? And gold rings on every finger, talking about his life story coming up from, from Cuba, coming here with, like, coming to Canada with, like, no money. You know, started this business and doing all that shit, started from the ground up, and didn't know anybody, barely knew how to speak English. 
and he was like going off and I'm like man this is crazy I like literally just met him like fucking a minute ago right he's telling me his life story but uh I guess that's how fucking close him and my buddy my buddy were that was living there and he literally came from nothing from Cuba worked his way up started fucking his paint company and all that shit man and he even offered me to go to Cuba <laughs> so I, I don't know what it is man with like people meeting me on the first time offering me to go to Cuba remember that fucking your dude yeah, from yeah, Dagestan yeah. fucking let's go to Cuba together let's go to Cuba something I guess I have that look about Cuba Cuba but I also look like I'm Filipino. I also look like I'm Mexican. I was, you know, I look like I'm a lot of different places. You know, I look like the every, I look like the future boy. You know, I look like everybody that's gonna be mixed together. But yeah, uh, fucking, they always people always invite me out to Cuba, right? Fucking. So as we were leaving to meet up with my buddy Taylor, this Cuban go guy goes, "Hey, hey, before you leave, stand in front of a, stand in front of me and block, stand in front of the table and block me so I could do a bump." And then we, me and my buddy Mamouche, stand in front of him, fucking block him, and this guy fucking snorts a line of cocaine and he's like, "All right, guys, have a good one, right? <laughs> love you guys, loved you, loved you guys." <laughs> Loved you guys, yeah, like the fucking, yeah, yeah, Scarface type shit, right, exactly, man, so, yeah, we pull up to fucking homie, Taylor, that I was supposed to originally meet there, that invited me out for the whole MMA fighting Muay Thai shit, we pull up to the bar here, where he's been there for like two hours, just chilling, having a drink, waiting for me, because he was like six hours before he landed, fucking side note, buddy was like, he went to the hotel to fucking get checked in and everything, and I, I guess I didn't have fucking my my card like declined on the uh, the thing because they charged the whole thing. The girl told me that she was just gonna charge at, uh, one night the first night like two hundred bucks, but I guess she tried to charge five hundred bucks. So I only put f like two three hundred four hundred bucks in the account, but she tried to charge the whole full day thing plus a an extra hundred dollar holding fee just because. If shit didn't work out or if you bought stuff at the like the little mini bar fridge type shit or room service they add on to the your money but uh it didn't go through so he was like arguing with the girl fucking back and forth he and fucking you know fucking white people when they argue with fucking people they always go like oh, i'm just gonna take my business elsewhere kind of thing and eventually they're like no 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 just give us a hundred dollar thing and we'll figure it out when you know the guy that actually made it the reservation gets here and we'll take his card but yeah he was kind of pissed off the whole time took him like a whole hour he said he was going at least 45 minutes talking there but yeah we end up pulling up to the to the bar see my buddy we fucking uh have a few beers we step outside fucking the the bar that was close to the rush the, the hotel we see uh, this fucking East Indian dude, completely wrecked, drank way too much. He was stumbling into McDonald's, man. And like, his buddies were apologizing to everybody within an earshot, going like, you know, fucking sorry, you know, this guy drank too much. And it's like, it's crazy, man. You don't, whenever you see that in, in Winnipeg, someone way too drunk, they don't apologize for shit, eh? They don't apologize for anything, man. They really just fucking like, ah, fuck it, fuck you, kind of thing. But like, 
it was really like Calgary was really like a lot of people were really friendly, man. And buddy from Calgary wanted to go back to the bar that we were at, right? So we hop in his brand new fucking Volkswagen SUV and we drive back to Juliet's Castle. And there they had live music, right? They did like they were doing karaoke. And my buddy was uh, on the waitress, man, this cute little fucking white chick, white waitress, right? He was like, yo, my homie's from Winnipeg. You know, he's fucking, he's a rapper. He does music and he wants to perform. I just got out of the, I just got off the fucking jet. All right. I just got off the fucking Air Canada fucking plane. Right. I'm fucking jet lagged to shit. Right. I'm jet lagged the fuck out. I did not want to fucking do anything. I just wanted to chill and have some drinks. But anyways, they were doing like bad karaoke. And the fuck I looked like doing a set between this fucking between like a Chinese man doing funky town badly. He's barely doing funky town. You know what I mean? And a drunk couple in their mid forties fucking up journeys. Don't stop believing. Right. What about like, Hey, let me do my songs now. (laughs) Let me do my actual songs. Oh, you don't have medium J from cash leaders. Just get mad at them. I just, it was kind of a weird position, but I was like, I, I respected the gesture and, and the girl said she would get me on. Right. So we fucking ended up getting, they had a pool lounge there, like two pool tables. So we did get sharked by by these guys at the pool table though. My buddy Taylor was bragging about how he watched a YouTube video about how to play pool. And he's like, I know how to play pool guys. It's all about focus and you got to fucking time your shots perfectly. You know what I mean? So he's, he's now became, you know, an unstoppable force with the help of the YouTube video. And uh, this dude fucking came up to us and he wanted... And Mamouche, my buddy, knew him. And he's like, fuck, he's really good at pool. He's like just fucking... He sharks people, sure. right? But I was like, you know what? My buddy Taylor's got this, man. I believed in him. You know, I believed in him. And Taylor pff, smokes weed a lot. So, you know, he thinks he's... <laughs> he thinks he could do fucking God's miracles and shit. You know what I mean? So fucking this buddy said, this dude said, let's bet a hundred dollars per game. And Taylor was whooping his ass, man, in the game. He was beating him, man. He got up until the fucking eight ball. So he had the eight ball. All he had to do was sink the eight ball. He was about to win. And the guy that bet him, he was looking like he was sweating, like he couldn't afford the hundred dollars, oh, right? Shit. Like he, cause he borrowed money from buddy. He borrowed money from one of his buddies. And uh, fucking Taylor actually borrowed money from my buddy, <laughs> Mamouche, that was there. So it was like kind of like they both were betting money that they didn't really have at the time. It was fucking wild shit. But uh, yeah, then in the homie that was that bet him had like about four or five balls still there. So he was kind of setting up. He basically set up a perimeter block around Taylor's fucking eight ball. Eight ball. So it was kind of fucking weird that he's kind of sucked. And there was no real rules or introduction. It was kind of making it up as you go, which is terrible when you're betting like at least $100 on a line. Kind of sucked. So he fucked up, set up the shot for the eight ball, and then Taylor ended up scratching because he couldn't, like it was like there was a ball in his way. So he he had to like bounce it, he had to curve it. It was like really pretty much an impossible shot for him to hit the eight ball without hitting anything else. So he scratched it. And his guys, you know, the guys looked like they won the fucking lottery, right? 
fucking the guy was like, oh, oh he scratched it because the guy was gonna keep playing like like fair because he's like, come on, man, and it's kind of kind of a bullshit thing. You gotta call those certain things. You're gonna play legit rules or you're gonna play this, but it's whatever. We gave the boys their money and chilled for the night. And the cute waitress, you know, got out as soon as they were done calling the last call because they couldn't even try to fucking get your boy on the fucking karaoke microphone, right? Mm-hmm. They just said, you know what, fuck, it's over. You know, my shift's done. And uh, not that I wanted to perform. I was way too jet-lagged, right? So homie drove us back to the hotel, and we packed it in for that night. So the next day, that was literally the first night, and I got there at like 10 o'clock. So we left at like... 2, 3 a.m. I think the bar he said that he likes that bar because the bar closes at 3 a.m. So shouts out to Juliet's Castle by the way. That's a nice bar. Uh, live, live karaoke there for your, you know, for Calgary needs. Next day me and Taylor wake up uh, to Cal- Calgary's uh, interdimensional cable, right? They got these weird fucking commercials in the hotel TV in Calgary, right? Uh, we were watching a game uh Ohio State University versus uh, Michigan uh, college football uh, on the hotel TV. Yeah, Calgary is weird, man. Like maybe it's fucking because we ha- I haven't watched fucking legal TV in years, but man, we were watching like a commercial about a plane, and this girl is like stressed out on the plane. And you're like, what the fuck is this commercial about? Is it, is it about an airline? Is it about, like, uh, medication or something? I don't know, man. And it straight up pans to Keegan-Michael Key from Key and Peel, Fucking that comedian. And all he does is smile to the camera. And then it goes back to the girl still talking. And we're like, what the fuck? It did, like, the, the famous actor didn't say a word, didn't say anything. He just smiled, looked back at the, the girl in the seat. And then, like, what the fuck is this an ad for, right? What kind of airline commercial is this? And at the end, it was an ad for a credit card. <laughs> it was like, oh. don't stress about air, airline worries. You know, get Capital One credit card. Oh. It was fucking weird, man. And every fucking thing was like that. Like, every little commercial when we're watching TV was like that. It was like, uh, like a kid would be playing catch with his dad, right? And the kid would then turn to the camera and go, I'm glad my dad is able to keep up with me and my activities. And you go, okay, what is this fucking, an ad for medication? Yeah. Oh yeah, you need the fucking, you go, is this an ad for like the medication? Is this, a, is this an ad for fucking Tylenol or medicine yeah. or some sort of pain relief? Nope, it's a lawyer commercial for a family court. <laughs> like he, he got custody of his kids. It was like, it's weird, man. It was like watching a sketch from another universe where SNL was funny. It, honestly, it was weird, man. So we decided to grab some breakfast at around noon or so. We decided to hit up a place that's nearby our hotel, right? Quaint, small, retro place with photos like, uh, you know that fucking, in Sein- you watch Seinfeld? Yeah. Yeah. Seinfeld, like with Kramer, that Kramer painting. They had a Kramer painting no. on the walls. They had like a lot of weird fucking paintings on this place. Canadians? And it was, huh? Comedians? Uh, I, I don't know. There was like, it, not really comedians. It was just random photos like that. Like just random little funny pictures uh, like yeah, from Seinfeld hanging up. You know what I mean? Saddle up. Go, go peep the mixtape. You know what I'm saying? Peep the fucking new album. 
But we both get steak and eggs and hash browns. Now, the steak was wrapped in bacon, like a filet mignon. Cooked, though, like the guys in the back never heard of the dish in their lives. <laughs> they cooked it like they never knew how to make a fucking steak. Or maybe no one orders steak, so they ne they're not used to it. Now, I personally didn't mind that steak was sour. It was a sour steak. Mm. And it uh, tasted like it fell off the cow that had serious case of the COVID, right? My homie Taylor, though, is and was uh, a big fancy chef who's toured around the world and chefing on adventure. You know, he went on chefing adventures all around the world. He went to fucking Japan. He went to fucking all these different places in, in, in his life, right, for chefing. Uh, so he complains about it, you know what I mean? He gets the meal taken back, you know, he's like, I, I, just, I just can't eat this, mm -hmm. right? He just didn't like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and he didn't have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. I personally didn't care because I could eat fucking, I could eat a slab of meat from The Walking Dead, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> In a time period where, uh, where fire hasn't been invented yet. I could just eat that shit raw. I could just eat raw meat, man. Uh, straight up, man. I don't, I don't give a fuck, man. If I'm hungry, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat, man. Now, side note, uh, my buddy and his brother in Toronto, you know, he's been telling me he, they have been harassing Uber Eats over and over and over again so much by saying that their food order was bad quality. He'll say like, oh, you know, this shit's moldy. Oh, you know, the fucking, the shit's cold. You know what I mean? So then he gets fucking, you know, his reimbursement back he just does that so I'm like are you really complaining about the food or are you just trying to get your money back <laughs> right but uh, yeah he's so he's so used to doing that you know what I mean that they the uber eats actually emailed him <laughs> saying that uh, you know asking if what they fucking are doing is in good faith and Taylor's response is fuck them they're big food delivery man they got millions you know what I mean? They're trying to eat for free. <laughs> They're just trying to eat for free. Anyways, we hit up McDonald's fucking so that he could get his meal, right? And I asked for a milkshake, but the the machine was broken. Now, this is the first time in my life, actually, that it happened. I thought that shit was just a meme. I honestly just thought, like, fucking on the, the internet, because they always say the McDonald's ice cream machine is broken. But this time, it actually was broken, right? So it's, I guess this fucking big, you know, the big city can't keep up with the supply and demand. And uh, we took some photos, stocked up on Dollarama goodies. Uh, by the way, I'm pretty sure homie stopped at every single weed store by the, when we passed. So we passed the weed store here. He picked up some weed. I got some edibles. And then we, you know, every every fucking day he was fucking picking up weed <laughs> from the, from the store, right? And we were only there for like two, three days, two nights, three days, right? Or whatever, three nights, two days, whatever. But yeah, uh, I tell him he's got a problem smoking kush, you know what I mean? Yeah. Smoking kush, but he smokes kush so loud that he pr probably wouldn't hear me tell him. <laughs> mm -hmm. He wouldn't tell me that he's got, he wouldn't hear that I got a, he's got a problem, right? Mm -hmm. So we uh, make our way down to the event, right? This fucking place is sold out. Muay Thai World Cup, road to one event, ringside. I immediately start sizing up every fucking person. Like, I could take him. I could take that guy. I could take that guy, right? And then my buddy pulls me aside and he says, 
that's the ring announcer. That's the judge. You know what I mean? He, anyone can take them. They're non-fighters. I'm like, okay. Well, I'll still fuck them up either way when it comes to push and shove. Right. And then my buddy fucking... Right off the bat, he starts talking to these people, right? He starts networking. He talks to this guy, Tank the Hammer. Dude was literally walking around, jacked, bus, buff dude with a fucking giant sledgehammer. And you're like, what the fuck is the guy doing with a sledgehammer and, you know, fighting off? Yeah, yeah. But he, he, he's like the, uh, he does like uh, the internet kind of thing where he's like, um, he's like, he pretends to be like a, a fucking, a Viking. Literally a Viking from the Middle Ages, like, my brother, you know, brother, you know, ha have a seat, you, you've worked hard, eat meat from the bone, type of shit. Like, that. he says like that type of shit on social media, like right? Like a walking commercial. Yeah, 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 like, uh, well, like, a vi he's like, he's the, his, his character is like, the, the tank, you know, like Thor, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, he walks around with a ha big sledgehammer, fucking... Buddy does the interview, and then he, the guy out, out, lets us pick up his hammer. I'm like, fuck, man, this is a real sledgehammer. Like, and there's uh, like Nordic symbols and everything like that on, on the hammer. Fuck, I picked it up. I'm like, I, on, on Instagram, I'm like, that, that hammer's like 30 pounds. And the guy comments, he's like, no, it's, not, it's, 50, it's only 15 pounds. Like, uh, it felt fucking pretty heavy, though. <laughs> I don't know how he fucking walks around with that the whole fucking the whole night, right? But yeah, fucking people start flooding in, man. It gets packed. We are literally feet away from the fighters and the coaches. We could hear everything. It was amazing, man. And these two cute girls were at, uh, were in the event, like the event staff, and they're basically sitting right next to me and Taylor the whole night. Uh, they're probably 15 or 16, you know, but super sweet. They're super nice, super friendly. And my homie Mamouche, the dude in Calgary, says, He's coming through right around the main events, right? So he came. Now, remember, me and Taylor got there around 2 p.m. So you know niggas got to show up fashionably late, man. My, my bro's fucking, my bro's black. He's fucking from, you know, Ethiopia or fucking Kenya, something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I meet up with the homie before they kick him out because it was a sold-out event, right? They would have said, you know, you can't come in here. Mm -hmm. He needs, like, that little uh, wristband right. thing. So I was like, I, I got there. I'm like, here's the wristband. He's with me. Come to the back. Uh, but before he does, he's like, I got to eat right now. I'm kind of hungry right before we start. So like, guy orders three hot dogs, <laughs> scarves them down, right? Instantly, right off the top. And we slide to the back, to the ring, and enjoy the main events, man. It was fucking amazing, man. Fights were fucking crazy. Like, uh, the event taking place, the three main events... The winners of those three main events got a hundred thousand dollar contracts. Wow, fuck! So for five a five fight contract, the guy that put it on this guy Kieran, he put it all out of his own pocket. So all of the fucking fighters got. So he spent three hundred thousand dollars plus the whole event kind of thing. He's putting it all together. So it was fucking it was big, right? Like those yeah. fighters really when they won, they were really fucking happy, right? Yeah. And uh, if you lose, you're still happy. Yeah, it's contractual, right? And Taylor was saying, like, even if they lose, if it's a good fight, they'd give, like, $50,000 contracts to, like, performance. Like, if you make a good fight, good show, yeah. get the people going. Yeah. If it's a bad fight, you, you, don't you didn't report, you, didn't, you don't get paid. But. but it is what it is. I remember one of the guys, actually, this is a side note. 
one of the guys was like, those fucking, the women fighters sucked. <laughs> it is what it is, right? Women, right? Women, right? Don't drink to that. Cheers, man. If you want to, Todd, if you need, if you need more, you got, you just grab, get, grab the bottle in the freezer. Hey, I'm, I'm going to keep going though. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The women fighters, if for the main events kind of thing, the women, eh, they didn't really, they were kind of hesitant. I guess maybe nerves got to them. You never know, man. It's a big fight. Very rare. Uh, do you sell out shows like this in Canada, right? It's like, kind of like the first time that it's ever happened to yeah. sell a show in Calgary. So after the fights, we all got uh, a ton of pictures with everybody, right? There's a lot of pictures that we got on Instagram and Facebook out there. Uh, we get invited to the after party. Me and Mamouche bagged up two bottles of wine that were sitting on, the, on one of the tables in mm -hmm. the events, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was complimentary wine. I don't know if they had to pay for it. But we seen a full bottle of white wine like maybe like quarter drinking of a red bottle bottle of red wine and my buddy Mamouche was like let's get let's get that and I'm like all right no one's looking around you know what I mean people are kind of like not really saying I'm like go take it man just put it in my backpack right <laughs> they left it on the table right fucking you know your boys gotta do some black people shit real quick <laughs> so we hit up the after party, man. Mamouche buys tequila shots for literally anybody, right? Oh, yeah. If you're near him, you're getting a tequila shot. Right. Fucking the fighters, the ring announcers, the boss that threw the whole thing here in this, the big dude, he got, he said, fuck it, man. You know, if you're 10 feet away, you know, 10 feet away from us, you're getting shots, man. Wow. Like, like in any video game, you can see clearly see the respect level going up for us. Like people are looking at us, like we're the guys, right? Yeah, they start coming up. A guy actually came. I'm like, can I bum a smoke off of you? And he fucking, cause it was an Indian reservation casino kind of thing that they held the events. Then the after party, we were at the casino, so you could smoke inside, mm. and it was fucking pretty cool. Cause I'm like, ah oh, fuck, I, I wasn't smoking. I'm like, fuck, I'll have a cigarette. Guy lent me a cigarette. And after we started buying everybody, my buddy started buying everybody shots. The guy came and he's like, smokes right there on the table if you ever need you any smokes. We're, and we're, we're chilling in the fucking lounge VIP fucking section. It was fucking really oh, cool. It was man. really fun, man. And we're just smoking fucking the big boss, man, has Cigars. a big ass cigar. Smoking a big ass cigar, Cuban fucking. He's like, I just fucking put on a big show. Fucking... <laughs> none of that. None, there was no cocaine. No, no, no. Not there. Not, yeah, the Cuban guy fucking the first night. But there was no cocaine there. Not that I know of, anyways. Unless they went into the back or something. I don't know. That's that's them. But I wouldn't say that any of those fighters or any of them. I, I just We just seen a lot of drinks and a lot of you know, smoking cigarettes or something. But yeah, fucking. It was so fun, man. It felt like we were like. Story. Like big, big shots, right? We felt like baller, dude. Yeah, and like, yeah, it's rising to the our respect levels rising to the roof. So we get invited to lunch, right? All right. With Kieran, the main guy, the next day lunch, the main guy of the whole tournament, right? Now this lunch was a big deal for Taylor. He said he's been waiting for this lunch. For so long, he's like, I don't know they always go out for lunch afterwards. He's been waiting for the invite uh, with the big boys for a while, right? And that's just what we do. That's fucking cash leaders. 
We sh- we pull up to the scene, fuck up the club, and shut shit down, man. Shouts out to Mamoush off top, man. Shouts out to that dude. He bought shots for everybody. He really pulled the strings and made everybody kind of loosen up and fucking respect us, right? And by the way, there's live music at the fucking casino. Oh. So, like, they're doing, like, covers of, like, Funky Town and, and uh, well, not Funky Town. They're doing, uh, fucking, like, Simple Plan. They were doing a whole variety of oh, different shit. Man. And it was really good. Like, the girl's singing was really nice. Yeah. With it. She did even guys and voices too. Casino, I didn't. I didn't gamble. I, no, I didn't gamble. Just I was about to gamble, and I thought I don't want to fuck up this night. I don't want to lose money and feel yeah, sad because I'm like, we were having fun. I had some fries. I ate some shit. Had more drinks. Why took some photos see? and everything. They had a big fucking Christmas tree that we took a photo by. It's fucking like, I don't know, like thirty feet yeah. tall. Fucking big giant Christmas tree in the lobby. It was nice, man. It was beautiful, but yeah, every single night we went. Oh, sorry, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't. I'm getting ahead of myself. So, anyways, we took a bunch more photos, ate a bit, uh, a lot more shots. Went home, aka back to the hotel, passed out, slept so good. You know, what I mean, uh, I I slept so good. I barely even heard the fucking. Uh, the hotel fire alarm go off oh, at like fucking 4 a.m. at night. And my buddy was so pissed off, Taylor. He was like calling the fucking room service going like, what? he was complaining like, why the fuck is this fucking shit going off? Like you guys got to fix your shit. Like at least said, if it's just a false alarm, turn it off, right? He was mm-hmm. complaining. It's like, oh, I'm fucking, I should, I could have got better service at a travel lodge. Fucking, <laughs> and I was paying $70 because we had to pay like fucking $270 a night, right? This is a, the Hyatt Hotel. You know, we're putting you guys on blast, by the way. You know, fuck, you know, I mean, terrible service. Well, yeah, well, uh, you know, you know me, man. A nigga lives next door to a fucking fire department. <laughs> and when fire alarm goes off, all I do is plug my ears. I can't hear you. <laughs> and I go back to sleep, man. Y'all white niggas like to complain about shit to the, to the superior, <laughs> to the higher ups authority figures, right? Anyways. Us niggas just adapt to the fire alarm, you know what I mean? We turn it into a beat or something, right? <laughs> so, anyways, we wake up next day, right? Hella hungover. We do a podcast that was last week. Talk about the fights, I think. I can't remember. This is too hungover. We check out of the hotel. We fucking don't really even look the fucking girls at, at the desk in the eye because it was fucking pretty bad service all around, right? Mm-hmm. For a fucking classy hotel. They treated us like fucking minor league shit, right? Anyways, fucking, we go to the hotel, or no, sorry, we leave the hotel, and we meet up for lunch, waited at the spot, there was a weed store, <laughs> my buddy goes into the weed store, buys some joints, right, we smoke some joints outside, fucking, you know, fucking weed store attached, There's so there's a weed store attached, and this is weird, because we are outside of Calgary, we're in Bragg, Alberta, like a countryside, they're about an hour or so outside of Calgary, or maybe an hour and a half. There's a weed store upstairs, a Shell gas station, and a Carl's Jr. All connect is all inside the building. So like you can go get gas, get weed, and get food. Is crazy, <laughs> man. Calgary does it fucking crazy, man. It is fucking nice, man. Uh, out in the country, yeah. We step in like we fucking, we're like, we might as well fucking wait inside, but everyone's already there. So like, 
buddy was like kind of like I don't know when to show up right but they were already there right waiting for us Kieran the boss man was with his wife and kids it was an odd choice clearly because my nigga's gonna invite gonna offer him shots of tequila in front of his kids and, oh, no. in front of his kids and wife oh, no. <laughs> he's gotta do it <laughs> he oh. did it and then fucking Kieran's like jeez shots again already you know what's with this guy <laughs> and he just kind of denied him but it was all good, man. They offered, you know, late lunch shots. Turned it down all around. Me, Taylor, and, and Mamusha ended up just ha- taking the shots by ourselves. Uh, one of the, bi- the big main guys that runs the fucking events, too, with them, this East Indian guy, fucking bought us a beer. Bought us all, like, a round of beers, which was really nice. Yeah. There, at the fucking countryside fucking uh, Rocky Tavern shit, whatever it was called, steakhouse kind of thing, Live music. Mm-hmm. So fucking the three nights we were there, every single bar we went to, live music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Except for the hotel. But each night there was at least one fucking place that we went through. They were having live music, mm-hmm. which was fucking pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I get, I eat the fucking, uh, what did I have? I had elk. I had an elk burger, boys, with provolone. You ever have elk? No? no. Fuck, it's delicious, man. Like turkey? Uh, no, way better than fucking. Way elk better than shit. Uh, elk is like a deer, yeah. With oh, yeah, yeah. Deer. So it was like tender, fucking, a little bit chewy, but fuck it. It was like, honestly, the best burger I've ever had mm-hmm. in my life. I was like, my buddy was like asking me, is like, because he got the steak, he wanted to get the elk, but he's like, he wanted a steak. So he asked them, can you make the elk into a steak? They're like, no, it's just a burger. But it was the it was a really good burger. Um, I fucking probably yeah easily the best actually easily the best burger I've ever had. Uh, the waiter get this the waiter comes up to me and says hey there was a girl that was I there was this woman that was eyeing you across the restaurant and uh, she was she was his friend and she's he said he'll get he'll get a number for me so if you want you you want to give me your number. I'll uh, give it to her, right? And you could, you know, you could make something happen, right? Work something out. So I start, you know, I give her my number. She starts texting me. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sends me a picture, right? This girl looks old, uh, older, mm-hmm. probably like maybe early 50s, late 40s, right? Older, older chick, right? Mm-hmm. She looked like Bonnie Rayet, you know, that girl Bonnie, from. Bonnie, right? Right? Yeah. You know that girl? You know Bonnie mm-hmm. Rayet? Let's give them something to talk about. Oh, okay. That girl, that singer, mixed with Alanis Morissette. Wow. Kind of like mashed in, kind of like country singer. Like just an old country singer, you know what I mean? Kind of look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I send her my album Saddle Up because she was she sent me a, a picture of her like with a guitar. So mm-hmm. I sent her, I'm like, oh, you're into music. Sent her my picture, Saddle Up. Go check it now on Spotify, YouTube. All streaming platforms available now. I'll put the link in the description. Because uh, she said she was into uh, music or she wanted to get back into music, right? So anyways, uh, fucking this texting goes on for several more minutes. And uh, she finally realized that even after listening to my music, that I fucking dropped the N-word heavily. You know what I mean? I, draw, I say a nigga all the time. Uh, she realizes that she may have the wrong person. <laughs> she was actually wanting to bang the boss man's fucking <laughs> boss man Kieran's super tall fucking like six foot five dude 
that was fucking staying with him from London. So, like, he was a good-looking white dude, right? Clearly, it's a different person, right? I don't know how she fucking, after listening to my album, she fucking was still kind of like, I don't know if I have the right person. Send a picture, and I sent a picture, and she's like, oh, I got the wrong person, I'm so sorry. But anyways, I told my buddy Taylor, Taylor texted Kieran, Kieran probably texted her to give him the number, or maybe she, she got fucking left on red, I don't know. Maybe the guy from London has a wife. I don't know. That's neither here nor there. I just wanted to promote my album. I was already fucking on my way to the to the uh, airport to get back home, right? I think, uh, yeah, it was all in all probably a good thing because I had a flight to catch. And uh, she told me also her dad was in the Greek mob. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know the Greeks don't like niggas. To be honest, not a lot of people like niggas. <laughs> Greeks, Italians, you know, whites, <laughs> blacks. <laughs> blacks don't like niggas. Niggas don't like niggas. It's just is what it is. It's probably be- for the best that we didn't do anything, man. Uh, yeah, people, no one likes niggas unless, you know, they end up buying tequila shots for them <laughs> until they can't fucking walk. Right. Let's go, boys. That was the fucking crazy night, man. Crazy nights, fucking all three nights we had was amazing. Want to say shout out to Taylor for making it happen, setting it all up. We got ringside things. We took a lot of pictures. At one point, I seen my buddy Taylor on the fucking turnbuckle, on the ring, while the guys are fighting, just filming, taking pictures and everything. He's yeah, he's got so many fucking photos and everything. Go follow him on uh, MMA Canada Journal or MMA Journal Canada. I always get those fucking, I always flip them away. One of those, he's doing it big on Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube, all that yeah. stuff. <clears throat> fucking, it is interesting. Wow, that sounds yeah. great. Fucking, and he's got, uh, he invited me out this January to the next event, which is in Toronto. He's doing stuff in Thailand next year, and he's doing stuff in, in He's going to Madison Square Garden for UFC, man. Whoa. So I'm like, fuck, yeah, man. I might as well save up some money. Save up money. And I want to go, man. Yeah. And like, yeah. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, he's amazing. fucking, he always invites me out. And I'm like, fuck it. This time right. I did it. There fucking 60,000 people in the audience. Fucking, it was nice, man. It was fucking, that was just Calgary. So yeah, imagine like UFC too. Yeah. Like it was a Muay Thai event. It was, wow. It's not really as popular as the UFC, but. Fuck, man. It was fucking still really fun, man. And it was fucking fun hanging out with everybody. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. It was it was awesome, guys. Fucking amazing shit. And uh, I'm still kind of riding that high. Even though it was literally last week. It was last week ago. Yeah. But, like, I'm still, like, fucking, like, crazy. I look through the pictures. I'm like, fuck, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. we. Uh-huh. I was in the ring taking a, a photo with, like, the guy that fucking won. There is this guy with, a, with, with fucking half an arm. Like, he didn't have his... His amputation. Amputation. I don't know if he was born with it, but he had like yeah. Just and he was a fighter. He was a fighter with one arm. One arm, and he beat the guy. Really? Yeah. Fucking. He was he kicking a lot? Huh? No, man. He was fucking punching him. Taylor. A guy with one arm would be like a lot of kicking when it comes like. No, man. He is fucking. He he just knows how to. He trains and and uh, he says like when when you get into the clinch with Muay Thai like it's clinching right yeah, I don't know. When you get to, into the clinch oh, the it's easier because he ha- doesn't have the to do arm. the the whole arm punching Jesus. and then to get the elbows and because when you're we got the clinch you kind of want to elbow sometimes 
a lot of the time in Muay Thai fighting, yeah. it's kind of a, a technical sport with elbows. But he doesn't have that this thing blocking, so he could easily just, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I so Taylor was saying it's kind of an advantage. It's in a disadvantage if you look at it from the outside, but if you if he's been training that way, he knows it's yeah. a technical sport, so he's really good in the clinch, right? Cool. It's about, and he won? Yeah, he, he won. He actually knocked the guy how out in the first you, round. How far did he get? He knocked the guy out in the first round. Well, how far did he go after that? Oh, fucking, they just it's all just had one fight. Party. Yeah, yeah, it was like a, a bunch of, a series of fighters. Uh, but not like one, one winner goes in the next round. No, 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 it wasn't like a fucking elimination tournament. So the last time I fixed myself a drink. Mm-hmm. I made it a quadruple. Oh, you fucking, <laughs> you, you didn't bring the drinks for us? Jeez. Oh, sorry, man, fucking, you that? Yeah, bring, bring the, the Coke and the thing, and the, George needs another one. But yeah, yeah, fucking, we just been chilling, drinking, sipping. We got a forty Bacardi. We're going. Uh, bring it back. What were we? What were we watching? What movie though? Uh, Candy Cane Lane. Candy Cane Lane. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Uh, 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 he still looks good, eh? He doesn't look like he's aged. Yeah, he's like sixty okay. years old. He's sixty still years old. Has a goatee and mm-hmm. a mustache. Same old mustache. Fucking, he's still a so good actor too. Huh? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you're taking it off. Fucking oh, nice and cold. I like that. Yeah. No, yeah, fucking Eddie Murphy still looks good. Holy fuck. Pour yourself a quadruple white on shit. <laughs> no, we're going to finish your shit tonight, boys. You guys, remember when you said you guys are going to leave at 12? Fuck that shit. Around. Yeah, buddy. That's no, good. That's good. No, it's good. Jeez. Yeah, man. We watched Candy Key Lane. It's kind of funny. There's a lot of fucking actors in there. But it's a, it's a kids, kids, movie. kids movie. Yeah, yeah they, kids they, movie. every time they were about to swear, they were like fucking changed it to. Oh, yeah, it's definitely like for kids, but still pretty good. Like I like yeah. it. Alberta. Yeah, over a little bit. Yeah. yeah, Alberta. Alberta. I I swear, you guys need to start saving up money, man. We gotta go travel, man. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, I it made me realize. Fucking how shitty Winnipeg is. I looked around and I go, nice oh place to live shit. In, you don't Pe- live here. Yeah, but people, fucking, when they invest, Winnipeg is nice just because people are so down. We're so humbled friendly. by our surroundings. We're friendly. Yeah. But fucking, play, if you're out there, if you dress nice, you, you, you can get people look at you a certain way. It's yeah. all about that kind of thing. You dress nice, you look good. Clean up a little bit. It's where you go. Winnipeg's even got the hot spots here. Winnipeg doesn't have anything really like. like we're not doing spot. fucking MMA events like no, that. We're not doing boxing. Yeah. We all we yeah. got is the Jets. Jets, Bombers, and Bombers. Bombers. That's it. Yeah. And, and like, moose, so, moose. the Moose, moose yeah. Moose but even the Moose is it's, it's, it's so NHL. amateur, right? It's like. There's very rare, like. You, we don't really we can't go out to a bar that's really gonna have like live music that's yeah. fucking that will like enjoy the 80s just <laughs> bars every time there was like live music there was like tape music like uh, t- records playing all the time and, uh, I, I find that we're really we're really lacking in like like getting out popular places getting out and just oh let's let's all go to the this place, there's, yeah, like but the there's not many. Why can't Winnipeg have a baseball team? They do. Like, yeah, well, major it's, league. It's not major, major league. league yeah. yeah, it's just uh, Toronto. Yeah, 
Yeah, I know. It's only Toronto. It used to be Montreal. Toronto, Montreal Expos, yeah. You just get one time, yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. We're really lacking in that. But you guys save up some money. We'll go fucking to Toronto and visit or something like that. And just Even Vancouver. Vancouver, yeah. Something where we can Vegas, go. Fuck. Vegas. Oh, Vegas would be nice, but you'd probably lose all your money first day. <laughs> or win all of the or money. Win. <laughs> or win. Hey, hey, listen. If you go to the casino, you have a chance of losing 100% of your money. Or... Oh. Winning a thousand percent of your money. Yeah. You might win that one. Too much, eh? Put some dick in my ass. No, it's my ass. Yeah. It's a triple. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was in Alberta. Well, my cousin, he's my cousin lived in Alberta. Oh, yeah? Uh, he's living in Gibbons, Alberta. For, uh, Alberta, man. Oh. The Texas of Canada, I think, man. Yeah, I got saw that lots oil, of cows and oil money. money. Lots of cows when in the field. Yeah, yeah, fucking Calgary. oil money, man. Yeah. Calgary's nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. You remember the Calgary Tower? Did yeah, the Calgary happened? Tower. Yeah, it's fucking nice, yeah. I got some photos there, yeah. Yeah, I remember being on that one time. I was in there. I took. I was at uh, the Coliseum, Edmonton. What's it called? The Edmonton Coliseum? Saddledome. Saddledome, yeah. I went there. I got a picture with Wayne Gretzky. You got a picture with that? That's Edmonton. Edmonton. Huh? That's Edmonton. I meant, in, yeah, I meant Edmonton, Alberta. Oh, okay. No, no. I got a picture of Wayne Gretzky's statue. Yeah. And he's got a statue outside the uh, the, airwall, the arena. Mm. Yeah. And I stood on top of the on the on the foot of the statue. And it's like Winnipeg's Heroes with Dale Howard Chuck. Yeah, talk, yeah, so as soon as I got back from fucking yeah. Calgary, came back to Winnipeg, boss calls me up, hey Jeff, can you fucking go to work? Oh. <laughs> I go to work. Jet lag, you know, like when you go on the plane, you get the ear pops. I can't even hear shit. Yeah. I show up really late, pick up fucking some milk or something. Yeah. Fuck, come back. Uh, I'm all fucked up. Jet lag. Then fucking this fucking Friday, I went out to Pickle Lake, Ontario. Mm -hmm. Fucking, I get stuck in a ditch. The whole services are down. Fuck, I'm like tripping. Cop comes, OPP, Ontario Provincial Police. Point girl comes really nice she was very sweet to me you know the police police officer she's very cute right big ass very beautiful <laughs> very very beautiful you know what i mean she looked like she she could do some stuff she definitely wasn't just a you know a fucking a, a diversity hire <laughs> she definitely could probably shoot me if she wanted to but she was really nice and sweet and said all like this whole fucking town is out of service Mm -hmm. So I went to the, the fucking hotel that I was really I was stuck at like trying to get some food because she said she would call a loader to pull me out So it wouldn't be there for an, uh, half an hour 30 minutes or whatever yeah. I'm waiting. I will try to go in to eat all the services are down ATM You can't they can only take cash. They can't take debit or anything because mm -hmm. all the services are down So I'm like fuck man. I'm like starving. I, I was going out there. I had I stopped at a place called a bison burger. Mm -hmm. That's all I had for to eat. So I was like fucking really hungry. Woke up that day. There's still nothing. No services. But they pulled me out. Everything was good. Uh, yeah, it was fucking. It was nice, uh, Ontario. But even in those hills, I was my ears were popping in the hills, going up and down the hills just because yeah. of the elevation and everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fuck it. 
It was fucking nice though. It was it was a it was a nice trip. Uh, people are out friendly out there. Uh, yeah, it just it just sucked that their services. It, she's the girl. The police officer said, "Yeah, this happens like you know every, once every eight months. Like just all the services just get wiped out for some reason, and mm-hmm. they have to like get somebody to fix it, and mm-hmm. it takes a while." So yeah, fucking came back. Came back, had some beers with Todd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, last night. And tonight we're fucking drinking some Bacardi Gold. Fucking, we're going to finish this bottle too, by the way. We're almost finished. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be nice, man. You guys, you guys have to be up tomorrow. Got to be up by at least 11. What are you getting? What, tickets are you getting? The Gold Eyes? Oh, no, no, Moose Game. Moose Game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Going to the Moose. You got 14 Hopefully. Tickets. You gonna get the fourteen tickets? Can you get can you get an extra ticket for me? No, no huh? Fuck. Well, you never know. I can always, I'll talk to Tara tomorrow. Uh, they banned me from fucking Canada Life. I don't even oh, know if I'm banned. I don't know if my stupid know. fucking lawyer. I fucking paid this dude. Get this. I paid my lawyer, right? I tell him go show up to court for me, right? I pay him fifteen hundred dollars. He didn't show up. <laughs> oh. They postponed no. it. I t- fucking just text him like about a fucking couple weeks ago, going like. Hey, did you? What happened with that case? Did you go? Didn't even text me. So I don't know if I'm a wanted man or not. Oh, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, it's like fuck. They just took my money and ran with it. That's Winnipeg, though. People don't give a fuck. They really don't give a fuck. I'm like fuck. It's such bullshit. I don't even know. Hopefully, you worked out a deal and got me, you know, off on good behavior or whatever the fuck. Yeah. What'd you do to get kicked out of Canada Life? Apparently I was trespassing. I was there, oh, and no, then I, like when when the guy was fucking beating me up, I threw coffee in his face because I'm like I'm scared. Yeah. This guy's fucking punt throw coming at me, running at me, punching me, kicking me, holding me down. I threw coffee in his face and I assaulted him. <laughs> right oh, after, after after being beat, beaten yeah. up, yeah. after being beaten up, you know, self defense. All right, I'm spilling my coffee on myself. Fuck it. This is the only thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm fucking holding hot coffee, getting fucking beaten. Anyways, fucking yada, yada, yada. That's fucking assault with a de- Apparently, throwing coffee on someone's assault with a deadly weapon. Coffee. Anytime you have coffee, it's a deadly weapon. You got to get it registered with a fucking LAPD or some shit. Fuck that shit. You got to get, so get it registered as a lethal weapon. Yeah, you gotta fucking get it registered. It's so stupid. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm a threat to society, right? Yeah. Fucking dumb. And it's like, oh, banned from this. Like stick, you're tr- gonna stick you up with a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you have the bank. Triple, triple, triple. <laughs> you got yeah, triple, triple. That's actually fucking. That's three. That, that's, that's three. Charges. That's three charges. <laughs> the sugar makes it worse than the cream. Oh man, it's fucking stupid, man. Honestly, like. Even the police were laughing at that. When I'm in cuffs in the back of the fucking squad car, they go, this shit's not fucking serious. Like, you don't have to worry about it. And I go, yeah, but I need a lawyer. I need this. I need that. I've got to pay all this shit and all this fucking fines that I'm paying. Doesn't make sense because a security guard doesn't like me because I was talking to women. And apparently I was harassing the women. By talking to them. Yeah. Oh, you know, you got, you can't be here. You're banned. And I go, why am I banned when, like, really I didn't do anything other than talk to you guys and say, can I come into this fucking establishment? And you banned me from 
private property. I get it. If you don't want me to be there, you don't want me to be there. But also, there has to be a better reason than you can't be here because you're harassing everybody because you said hello to a girl and she Mm -hmm. didn't say hello and you go, Mm -hmm. why didn't you say hello back to me? How are you doing? Treat me like a human being and not like I'm a fucking homeless person. They said I was on meth. Never done meth in my life. I'm a human human being. I don't fucking... I don't have any marks on my shit. I don't do math, man. So at the end of the day, you know your shit was wrong. I want to say that. I want to get that out. You're just holding a nigga down. And fuck it. I'm, if I have to, I'll move to Calgary and live a good life because they treat, they know how to treat a person right, man. I'll drink to that. Cheers, boys. Cheers, man. Yeah, sometimes you got to expand your place because Winnipeg, again, we don't like to really expand in our city. It is what it is. But I love yeah. my city because my mom's here. And I love this place. You know, I meet you guys. You, yeah. There's good people out here. Yeah. But again, it's far and few between because a lot of people fucking are like the crabs in the bucket. They don't want to see you do good. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of family members. I have a lot of friends that I grew up with. They're doing bad. Good. They're doing really bad. Mm-hmm. Because this city is a city kind of like, you know, Kind of like one, like the ghetto. We're a whole city living in ghetto, and we're living in survivor's mentality where it's not, it's not someone's game, right? someone's doing good. Someone's doing good. Bring them down back to us. Now you're not doing good anymore, and now I feel accomplished. But in reality, when one person makes it, if you do right and support that one person, fuck that one person can start bringing everybody up, and we could all start making some good money, and we could mm-hmm. all be doing well. Mm-hmm. I get my money legit. I don't fucking sell drugs. I don't do meth. I don't fucking do coke. I'm doing. I'm fucking got a truck driving job. I'm doing pretty good, right? We're yeah, fucking. I have respect for the truck drivers because if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't have no food. You wouldn't have no food. You wouldn't get your shit. You, you all want your shit from else. Amazon. You all want your shit from yeah, milk. You all. We all need fucking right. food and groceries. We need the truckers. And if everybody, all the truck drivers, fucking remember back uh, in the pandemic when uh, the truck drivers said fuck. This whole thing's stupid because they're making the truck drivers get the vaccine. This is probably going to get banned from YouTube, by the way. Who cares? When they started protesting, boy, was it tough, remember? To get food, to get stuff from groceries. Toilet paper was running out Mm -hmm. because they fucking, the truck drivers are on protest because (coughs) Justin Trudeau had to make everybody get the vaccine and some people don't want to get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Now that hindsight's 2020, right now we realize, and maybe we didn't really need the vaccine. COVID's not that bad of a disease. Mm-hmm. Now we know. We have the facts. We can't really lie to ourselves anymore. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. We're finding out. Shouts out to Elon Musk. Shouts out to Joe Rogan. Shouts out to everybody that's telling the truth out there. Maybe even, what's his name? Fucking Russell Brand. Keep going. Uh, Alex Jones. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're right. Alex Jones, shouts out to the guys that are fucking really pushing the narrative. We got to shift that shit. Get the truth out there, man. Conversations like this, where we're talking, sitting down, this is what the government fears. People coming together. It's, it's wild to say that just having the conversation in, in places like Ireland, there, you know, in Ireland, if you have fucking memes on your phone, that are inciting violence, right? Like maybe a, a, a meme that says, oh, you know, it only takes 
3% of the population to overthrow the government. And it's like a joke where it's like a, maybe a minion with an assault rifle. That type of shit, it's just a joke. It's just a meme. It's And it's maybe it's a fact that is true. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Three. I don't know if 3% of the population can take over the government. But it's just a picture with a fucking minion, which is a cartoon from fucking the minions. Uh, Gru or whatever. I don't even know. But it's like, if you have that on your phone in Ireland, you can get up to 12 months in jail right now. So, like, Ireland is having, and Dublin is having a fucking, I don't know if it's Ireland or Dublin, whatever. The Irish thing, they're having a fucking giant fucking, like, civil war with their own country because people are fed up with this shit because you just have silly fucking pictures on your phone and the government says, I want to see your phone. And you go, I don't want to show you my phone. The police can go, well, that's an act of fucking terrorism or some shit. Put your hands behind your back. You're going to jail for a year. And then if they check your phone and they see, oh, shit, you did have that. Another year. So you got two years just because you had some fucking stupid pictures on your phone. Or something. Whatever it is. Like if you're posting pictures of, I don't know saying that the government shouldn't be able to do this type of shit, you're now a threat. Just like when Justin Trudeau banned all the people protesting truckers. They shut down their bank accounts. A lot of this shit, if, if, if it goes unchecked, fuck, we start ending up like fucking China. China, you're not allowed to say anything about the government. I'm glad that we can criticize it because we can talk about it. I'm not going to fucking bring a gun to the fucking... Canadian Parliament and try to take over the government. I'm just gonna no. go. A lot of these things we don't need that much control. It's considered freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. Canada is very selective with our freedom of speech. Yeah. We can say stuff, but at the same time, it's a very hazy or gray area when it comes to that type of shit. In America, they do have freedom of speech, but every now and then they still just take down people because they say. You're inciting violence. When in reality, talking like this, if someone sees this podcast and takes up arms because I said, you know, it's fucking bullshit that they're arresting people for this shit or they're shutting down people's bank accounts for that shit. Yeah. It's like, that's not my fault. That's somebody that probably would have done it with anything. They probably would have done it hearing the last speech from a, a fucking prime minister or member of parliament because yeah. they're easily to be angered. That's not us. We're just talking. We're just having a conversation. What about do you think about the Gaza now? What, what was that? Gaza. Oh, in Gaza? Like the Gaza Strip? Yeah. Palestine? Yeah. I support Palestine yeah. because it's almost like if you if you bomb a place over and over and over again, there's gonna be terrorists. Mm -hmm. The terrorists that are angry, it's like with the U.S. what they did with Iraq. Mm -hmm. Like when you yeah. when you bomb the shit out of Iraq because okay 9/11 happened, but you spend now 9/11 was one day and it fucked up a lot of people. But 
dude, what they did in Iraq was 20 years. Mm-hmm. Now imagine 20 years oh, of, the, of fucking them up. Brit, not, not even Gaza, but in Iraq, right? right they, right. they stationed in Iraq for 20 years, and then they pulled out. And when they pulled out, the Taliban got better. They took the weapons that the U.S. left and everything. It made a lot of people angry. If, if say I bombed, okay, say someone bombed this, say someone wanted to kill me. I'm a terrorist, right? Someone wants to kill me. They bomb this whole building. Now, everybody in this building is dead, right? Or injured or severely close to being dead, right? Yeah. Your brothers, families, cousins, whatever, friends that knew you and this, they're going to be pretty mad, right? Yeah. Aren't they going to want to go, like, who the fuck bombed the, the, these people, right? They bombed this whole place for one person. That one person was bad, right? Now, you made, maybe you survived, maybe you survived, I'm dead, but you guys go, fuck, I didn't have anything to do with this, with me, mm-hmm. you know, right? Yeah. You guys are gonna go, fuck, once, you know, you got, you're missing an arm or a leg or something, your, your back's all fucked up, you're, you're in a wheelchair, but you're gonna go, fuck, I'm pissed off. You I killed wanted, my friend. You killed, no, not even killed my friend, but you bombed us for no reason. Yeah, you killed like 900 people. You had yeah, one to person. get one person, you killed hundreds of people. Yeah. And that's what they're doing in, 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 in the Israeli, Israel is, is bombing this. And, and again, Palestine is not Hamas. So Hamas will have, the, the terrorists will go, into like a hospital, take it over and have hostages yeah. so that when they do bomb these terrorists, they are bombing also civilians. Mm-hmm. But the brothers and, and, and fathers and sons of these, te- and even, even women, women can fucking be radical too. The women will gr- grow, grow up and go, fuck man, they bombed my family. I'm the only one left, I have to s- struggle my whole life that. I'm pissed off. I'm now gonna join terrorists. I'm gonna join and and take it. So they're create. It's just a, a perpetual, much like is uh, much like fucking Ukraine and uh, yeah, Russia. Russia. Yeah. When Russia comes in and kills a bunch of civilians in Ukraine, it just makes a more whole lot more fucking people Anger. in Ukraine angrier. So like they're like fuck. We want to keep killing Russians. I don't care if it's fucking a civilian. And then back and forth. Yeah. That's how fighting yeah. is. Yeah. The more you fight, the more you I get angry. Bomb. bomb you? No, you bomb me. No, you bomb me worse. Now I'm going to bomb you worse. <laughs> you, you, drink, you, you fucked up making that drink too too big. But he made his drink too big. He's mine. I don't know. Fuck I can man. start you your got... fucking car with this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I can smell the fumes from here, buddy. But yeah, fucking war is one of those perpetual yeah, fucking things. They'll where never get like, rid of war. Never. If, if we war all the trust me, if, if we were fighting, we'd like probably end up fighting, fight, like fighting. Yeah, we'd yeah. end up fighting more. Join like the I'm fu- the army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm fighting this, and then it's like the more you fight, the more you're like, all right, fuck, I need to kill some more. Right? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's a perpetual it. thing, yeah, and fucking the people at the top. The people going like, yeah, we're gonna do this. You go into there and kill a bunch of people. Yeah. They're making so much fucking money Very off well. the weapons contracts and this and that. War is necessary because it makes a lot of fucking money. Mm-hmm. We sent a lot of money to Ukraine. We're sending a lot of money to Israel. We're sent, hell, we I think we even still sent a lot of money to fucking 
Palestine and Iran, and we send money to and those we're, guys. And we're accepting everybody into Canada too. We, and we, we want to and, and, and all the people, all the people that are, we bring them in and we give them jobs. Yeah. So that way we fill up the jobs and we're running the economy again. Yeah. It's a big business. I don't know how exactly it's run. But fuck, they're mi- the people at the top, top presidents and government mm-hmm. and pa- pa- uh, prime ministers, they're making a lot of fucking money yeah. off of people dying. Yeah. That's what it is. And when Trump said literally, this is what they're trying to get him in jail for. Mm-hmm. I know they're saying this and that. But when Trump says he wants this, if, if, if you as the president, what would you do about Ukraine and, and, and Russia? He said, I, I, I want people to stop dying. Yeah. It's not about who wins Russia or Ukraine, you want people to stop dying. Yeah. And then they didn't even, no one even talked about that. Yeah. That's a good point. Trump maybe is a bad guy. I don't know. But that's a good point. No president I've ever heard, or prime minister to be, to, for that matter, in Canada, and we're a friendly place, Justin Trudeau never got on stage and said, I want people to stop dying. That's fucking a telltale of how fucked up most countries are run. I want people to stop dying as controversial right-wing conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Not really. <laughs> people want people to stop dying. I don't want to w- wake up and see 20 people dead in Israel, 20 people dead in Palestine, 20 people dead mm-hmm. in fucking, 100 people dead in Ukraine, 100 people dead in Russia. No one wants to see that. No. But it makes fucking money. Then they sell guns here. They fucking ship out fucking people there. They take the refugees in. Mm-hmm. Come have a job. Come get some, you know, this and that. Come buy some housing, come. have some medical care, have some food. It is what it is, man. It's mm-hmm. fucking a dirty business, there's man. There's not enough. There's not enough giving enough. Not enough. Like, there's enough. Too much, there's too much giving and not enough, enough receiving. receiving. Yeah. Yeah. We're giving out a lot of funds, and that's why a lot of our taxes are fucking really. A lot of this shit's expensive. Same, um, for the white, uh, for the original Canadians yeah. that were born here. Yeah. A lot of them lose their jobs because of uh, that refugees, refugees coming, coming in. Coming in, yeah. Because oh, I don't know what it is, man. The government will put incentives for refugees. They come where home if, if the companies get. Them, if they hire the refugees, they get a certain bonus, or they, they pay the first two years of the refugees' wage, some shit like that. They get it back in taxes, and then they go, well, you're Canadian, but this person can barely speak English. We're well, going to yeah, hire you're them. You're right, but sometimes yeah. they hire somebody that doesn't know nothing about anything. Like, nothing. The other day, I was at No Frills. Yeah. Uh, I asked me and Ricky looking for shaky soap up stuffing. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm walking down all the aisles. I see a lady working coming out of there. She's down stocking shelves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi. Do you know where I can get some sh- uh, stove top stuffing? She goes, Well, what's 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 stove top stuffing? Goes, oh, it's just a box that says stove top on it. It's for chicken or turkey or beef. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm new here. I just started. Okay, I'm just asking. I went around the other, the other aisle with another guy. He said, oh, it's aisle five. Yeah. It was aisle five, and there it was. But the thing was, that girl that didn't know where anything was, it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, more practice makes perfect, I guess. Mm-hmm. She wants a... Where is she from, do you think? No, she's just, I just, uh, 
could be all that Filipino. Filipino, yeah. Something else. Yeah, I don't know, man. They like they really do hire like a lot of foreigners. Where but did they get yeah. a little upset? I said, you don't even know where to store the soap up stuff is. Mm-hmm. I said, anyway, I said, I'm sorry, I just don't know what outlets on. Because uh, did you see that person over there? I have to ask that person for some help on the phone thing. Well, fuck, man. I went to oh, I was coming back from Dryden uh, about two days ago or whatever. I was uh, <sighs> I stopped at fucking Subway out in Dryden. And there's these two East Indians uh, at Subway. I went to go make a, get a sandwich. And there is this native guy. And this native guy wasn't really good on, at English. Mm-hmm. Wasn't his first there? English. And he was new to the job, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the fucking East Indian guy that was, like, I guess, managing the place was like, he's like, what are you, man, you don't know English or anything like that? And he's like, no, actually, like, it's not, English isn't my first language. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, kind of like, I was like asking for like the black olives and he's like I don't, what are you ta- what are you saying he wasn't too sure and I was like man this is wild man because like dude deep down dude the natives were here first man and the East Indians that were called fucking you know they called Indians Indians but deep down Indians are from India right yeah. <laughs> the brown with the dots are Indians you know what I mean where those guys aren't Indians those the natives are Yankee, yeah, but it's like it's so deep that it's like now Indians will be like, I'm fucking Indian. Like they're like, they take it kind of like the N word with black people. Like I'm a nigger. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they flipped it like the, like the, like that type of shit for Indians. They're like, I'm fucking Indian. Right. Fuck it. Right. Nice. That's their kind of thing, but they're native. Right. And it's just wild to see like this guy is native. Technically this whole shit, he was, you know, his fucking lineage lines back to, he was here first. And he was getting treated like shit by the Indians that come from fucking overseas from India. Yeah. So, and, and like they just got better education. They got a better fucking thing. And then the natives got a short end of the stick because when they, it's the people that are here first and it's happening with white people. Don't oh, get yeah. it twisted with white people. Like all these commercials, even the movie we watched, didn't it feel like there was a lot? Not to fucking hit on my own shit, but there's a lot of black people in that candy cane lane, and it kind of made like the goofy people white. The the white girl was the villain, you know. Yeah. The the white guy was the goofy, and it was the black people all fucking you know doing like their own thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of felt weird. There's a lot of that shit, where it's like now it's like a shift where it's like white people in every commercial, white people are the goofy guys, and and black people are the cool guys. I don't know. I mean, it, it is what it is. In reality, I think we're all people. Yeah. But it's weird when you see every time on TV that it's always everybody, you know, an Asian or a black guy or, you know, an Indian guy, they're all the normal people. And then the white guy always has to play the, well, I don't know. The, the, yeah. Oh, help. I need some help. And then the black guy comes and goes, that's all you need to do. Anyways, get, you know, get. Uh, flex tape or whatever. Get the tape. Get the brand new tape. You just got off tape yeah. it. Not, don't be like this guy, Fred, or whatever. Yeah. And Fred's like, I don't know. Yeah. And he's just the goofy white guy. Like, I can't it's, flip a burger, but you have to tell me. Exactly. Here's how, to, here's how to flip a burger, dumb white guy. Yeah. Flip. And it, it's it's weird that they're yeah. fucking treating white people mm. very badly now. It's a weird yeah. propaganda. Because they don't think they're in a cruel world, right? Well, I, mean, I don't know. Like, it's like they're, they're like, people are under the assumption that white people... Uh, 
because they're on top and they, you know there's always people in government that the rich white people that the poor white people can be made fun of and that that's the only people that can be made fun of nowadays it is weird and I guess that's the fucking television propaganda I don't know what it is I don't know what I don't know what the big end goal is mm-hmm. but it's pissing off a lot of white people man I, I get it I see yeah. it constantly all the time man and fuck I don't know how to fucking fix it I don't know how to change it but all we could do is we really talk about it, man. And it's like, kind of sucks, man. Because fucking, you guys are fucking nice guys. Yeah. I don't see you guys as dumb. I don't no. see you guys as like goofy. No. But every now and then you'll watch commercials or TV shows where it's like they always it's portray really influencing people to do. That. Even though, yeah. even though I'm a little goof, a little uh, <clears throat> dopey towards. Um, Xbox or something. Yeah, technology, but you guys are older. It's like okay, I I grew up with I grew up with uh, when they first came out with computers. Yeah, I maybe took maybe one computer course and I was no good at it. (laughs) But I couldn't I couldn't even type real good. But they came out with computers fucking literally like about twenty something years ago was when it started becoming mainstream. Yeah, I was fucking missed tall when I see my first computer. Wow. So when I was young, I remember when the teacher like sat me down and went like, there's going to be, te- um, the, all the computers are, are able to talk to each other. So you're going to be able to communicate with everybody in the world. Yeah. I was about eight or nine years old, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, fucking wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I thought, I couldn't really understand it. I was so young. Smart fast. But it's like, you, like you got, you're going to want to learn it, right? My mom fucking, she, she, like your guys' age, my mom, she fucking doesn't understand it a lot. She's trying, but she doesn't know. Like, certain things, like if the, her computer freezes or something, she'll ask me how to fix it. Yeah. It's understandable, man. Like, you guys are older. Yeah, because you came, on, you came into the era of computers. We, were yeah. in a, uh, we had, like, Xeroxes and uh, paper and pen. That's yeah. all we had to work with. Yeah. And in high school, there was, like, there, I think there was computers in the high school. In the 80s, there was computers in the library, and you know, the reading yeah. books you just go on fucking TV on the screen, and yeah. you know, do your work that way. And, I used and to the play, thing is, the kids play regular PlayStation. The first yeah, one. but the very when first you're in one. school, you need to write down on paper or pen. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, it's all computerized. The, the, the computer will give you your answers without you actually doing any work. You just mm-hmm. have to punch in the question and a button. Oh, there's the answer. Write it down, and that's correct. Mm-hmm. You get an A. And nowadays, like with AI, you guys don't really know about AI. Eh? Artificial, Artificial, Artificial intelligence? No. Yeah, like they got like this thing called ChatGPT. Have you heard about that? No. Oh, well, it's like one of those fucking AIs where it's like you could ask it a question. Oh, God, hey, ChatGPT. It's so, <laughs> so fucked. You're getting fucked up, eh? Yep. You're getting fucked up tonight. Yeah. But yeah, you ask ChatGPT, hey, uh, what's the distance between the Earth and the Sun? And it'll go the distance between the earth and the, it'll come up instantly. Yeah. So oh, it's yeah. it's like it's, it goes it goes the whole internet, yeah. but it'll just talk to you. Yeah. So Chat GPT, can you help me uh, make a program for my, the my, new my science class? Yeah, the new science class. I need to run a program for. Blah, blah, blah. And it'll, it'll give you. Yeah, that resume for like two hundred words or five hundred words. It even does artwork. Yeah. And so sure like. It's so funny because I remember them going like, man, with these robots and artificial intelligence, 
it's gonna fucking create robots and they're not gonna there's still people working at McDonald's. Yeah. There's still people working at Subway. There's still fucking truck drivers. They said that they would have like cars driving itself by now. There is. Right now, all of the AI specialized in making programs, which is fucking a computer guy, that they said that that wouldn't, they, they would never be able to do that. No. First thing they, that ChatGPT and all those AI softwares can do is run programs on itself. And it can create art. <laughs> so it's like taking artists, right? And it even takes musicians. There's a Drake song. You know Drake? Okay. Yeah. His, like, the, you'd go like, man, there's no way that a robot can make a better song than Drake. I don't know, man. I heard Drake's last album, and I heard the fucking AI songs that Drake has done. Or I think the AI is a little bit better. I go, this is actually some of the best Drake I've heard in a while. Yeah. Right? This yeah. sounds like Drake when he really wanted to make music. Uh -huh. And it's fucking, it, like, almost, it's it's staring fucking the... Uh, it's going the music business. The program. It's it's staring the, the music business down. And a lot of these artists that are really famous, it's really easy to go AI create... A song by I don't know Taylor Swift. Create create a song by uh, Katy Perry or Drake or yeah. hey do Michael Jackson do a new Michael Jackson song. Ow! <laughs> do, do a new Prince. Do a new fucking Kiss song. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like that that it's crazy that AI is taking music, art, and like the pro. It, it's exactly not what they said they were. There's still people driving truck. There's they'll never get a guy. They'll never get a robot. I think to be able to drive a truck, just because simply based on the fact that once it snows in most places it snows uh, up north, e, the AI has to rely on cameras and sensors. And once it snows and the lines get blurred and you can't really see, you need somebody there to go. All right, that's a ditch. Don't drive into that because a lot of the time. AI driving will just kind of plow through something or it'll stop if it can't see anything. So it'll just stop in the middle of the road going like, I can't go, even though there's like a little bit of snow there. Yeah. They'll just think that that's a wall that it can. So again, <laughs> it's crazy. Like they say that this shit, but another thing happens in reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what time is it, by the way? Mm. I'll check it out. Should we wrap this up a little bit? It's 2.30. Okay. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. This drink and that's it. This drink, we still got. <laughs> we still got like a. We'll, we'll, we'll drink we'll these. Finish this up. Yeah, yeah, let's finish this up. That's been the weekend show with Medium J. I know we fucking went all over the place. Went to Calgary. Went all <laughs> we went to Calgary. Yeah, we went so to we robots. We went to fucking, yeah, we talked about. <laughs> Uh, government censorship. We went all the way in back, but I think it was a pretty good episode, man. I, I appreciate you guys coming on, man. Fucking, fucking, thanks for coming on. Oh yeah, okay. we'll give it a bow. We'll give it both. You know, every time you guys, you guys, ah, I want to like, do on the podcast, and I want, but I like talking, man. It's very rare that yeah. in, in this day and age we can sit down and talk for a yeah. couple hours. Yeah. Not a lot of people can do that. So many people right now. And especially my age and, and younger, like Tyler's age, oh, yeah. I just got to be on the phone. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, what were you saying? What? It, 
Say that again, man. I didn't hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. And it's like you don't really get to talk to people. Yeah. Or you're Anyways. on the bus and you're trying to make a conversation. Oh, sorry. I'm yeah. yeah. Oh, what did you say? Oh, I don't want to talk uh, to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Totally. Where are you going? Oh, I'm just going down the street. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Communication breakdown. Yeah. All right, boys. Yeah, so move this table out of the yeah, way. Yeah, well, uh, we'll end it. Let me just take this podcast. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, good shit, dude.